Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my wonderful, intelligent, extremely gorgeous, hardworking, Disney holiday song-loving wife and co-host, Michelle. I do love those Disney songs, honey. And she is back with us, so everybody rejoice. I know you were missing her last week as she was... A little under the weather, and eh, she may have a little residual cough. Hopefully, you don't hear that during today's episode. Yeah, but... I don't want to hack up a lung or anything <laughs> during this episode. But you are feeling better, right, Michelle? I am feeling better. Yeah, I don't understand why I do have this little weird cough. But um, I did listen to the episode afterwards. Actually, Scott and I listened to it together. And uh, you did an amazing job. I was oh. like, gosh. He doesn't Again, know. your favorite Hyperion Adventures podcast hope is host is back and on the yeah, show as close, Michelle. So you can so all sit back, relax. Don't worry. It's not just me this time. I'm not going to bore you to death. Well, maybe a little bit, but uh, uh, at least we'll have Michelle to recover so for funny. you a little bit this week. But I do want to thank those of you who sent well wishes, especially through social media, et cetera, and I really appreciate that. That was so sweet. It was mm-hmm. it was just a weird, I guess, seasonal cold. Yeah. And I caught it actually a few days later. Not I as know. bad as Michelle did, but I got it as well. Um, but we're all recovering in the house. Michelle still has that residual cough, yeah. but we're doing okay. We are. We're doing, we're doing okay. great. And yeah. we're back on the air and we're recording this episode on Sunday, December 3rd, 2023. Welcome to the month of December, everybody. Ooh, yeah. It's the holiday time and there's some exciting things happening at the park so it's all fun and good yeah we are fully with into the holiday season now uh, there's no question about it even if you're one of those people that you know nope we need to get to thanksgiving first before we start breaking out the tree right. and the lights and everything nope we are now in that season and that's kind of what inspired us for today's episode as well. Yeah, we've actually been to a holiday party already. So yes, there you we've go. already been to our neighborhood holiday party, which was a lot of fun. It was um, a lot of fun. We had a good time with our, our neighbors uh, recently. And we're going to have a good time with you today. Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We're on Twitter. X. At Hyperion Podcast. No one calls it X. Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Hyperion Adventures <laughs> Podcast. It is. No, everybody calls it X. Formerly known as Twitter. Right. No that's one, fine. No one, no. It's why, why not just call it Twitter? I don't get it. I don't or why it. not just call it X? Because huh? it's huh? dumb. No one knows what X is. Uh, Everybody uh, knows what Twitter is. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Tangent already. Yeah. <laughs> Let me reel you back in. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Also, we're on YouTube. If you want to find us there, we're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, feel free to reach out to us just to say hi. 
Or if there's something in particular you'd love us to talk about, we would love to do that for you. Yeah, for sure. If you have any comments on the show, hopefully they're good comments on the show. <laughs> or questions. Uh, or questions, of course. We're always happy to answer questions. Um, please hit us up, Gmail account. Also, all, the, all our social media accounts. Um, direct message us. Comment on some of our posts. We're always happy to interact with you in any of those ways. Right. For sure. So now before we get into this week's show, you know, we always like to take a look back at the week that was because there are highs, there are lows, but this is officially, as I have changed our name officially as of last week, the Disney podcast of positivity. Nice. We are now the Hyperion Adventures podcast, the Disney podcast of positivity, Sweet. because even though we've been that for the long time, it is now officially yeah. our title. Cool, cool. And so we like to focus on those high points from the week that was. And when we do this, we call it my favorite thing from this week. And also when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's fantastic. She's wonderful. She is your favorite Hyperion no, Adventures podcast, the Disney podcast of positivity host. Yeah, right. You know she has the best list. You'll hear that shortly. She definitely does the best research. You've heard that many, many times. She also always has the best, my favorite thing from this week. So, Michelle, what is your favorite thing from this week? Well, there actually was a lot to choose from, and it was hard to kind of narrow down. And I think my one of my real favorite things of the week is probably something you might have as your favorite thing of the week. So I'll go with another favorite thing of the week, now that I've made this very confusing. Um <laughs> Why? Why wow. did I do that? That, that? that could be also, if we wanted to extend our name even farther, it could be the Hyperion Adventures podcast, the Disney podcast of positivity and confusion. confusion. Yes, yes. yes. Um, but anyways, uh, I think I was really excited and thrilled that for the first time ever, we had Scott stay home alone <laughs> while we went to this holiday, <laughs> this um, neighborhood block party. He, he had no desire to be around that many people. Um and I mean, obviously we were close enough and we could actually visualize our house from the party. Uh, but it was just good to see him get that level of maturity to be able to, to stay at home. And he himself was very proud of himself. So yeah. that, that brought me joy. Michelle had done some little testers where she would leave him and just kind of right. walk around the neighborhood, not too far away, yeah. give him a little bit of time just to see how he would do on his own before we did this. Uh, and then we, yes, we were always in view of our home. Right. Um, I went back and checked once to make right. sure everything was okay. He was doing fine. Didn't need us. Was happy we're gone, to yes. be honest with you, for a little bit. Right. Finally, I got some me time. Thank I you know. very much. Uh, it, and we were gone for that long. We went to the party for maybe an hour and a half, two yeah. hours tops. Right. I don't even know if it was that long. But um, yeah, no, it was... Yeah, he should be proud of himself. He yeah. did a great job. It was good. And it just, it was so fun seeing him so thrilled and happy. You knew he he felt that accomplishment too. So it was great to experience that with him. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. So that was good. That was a good yeah. thing. Yeah. What about you, sweetie? Uh, my favorite thing from this week is something we can't talk about quite yet. I know. Um, soon. Very, very soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, well, we can say that it has something to do with... It has something to do with next week's episode. Right. And Theoretically. Yes. Hopefully. I was going to say, or a future episode. We think. Yeah. Yes. Or a future a, episode. Of a yes. really special guest. Yes. Okay. Let's just say that. So, um, and you will find out about it when it, when, if 
it happens. I'm totally, as our friends Frank and Jim would say, I'm totally dealing this. Right, right. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to jinx anything, yeah. but yeah. So yeah, if everything goes as planned, it if, will be an exciting. If everything goes as planned, you whether it's next week or a future week, you are going to want to hear this episode. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. That's all we'll say about it. For sure. Let's go ahead and move on to this week's show and get past that quickly. Uh, we have lots of stuff for you this week, including after a long wait, a big Disney Park reveal is happening this week. We'll tell you about that. There are some fantastic ways available for you now if you're looking to celebrate a decade of one of our, my, favorite <laughs> movies with sure. some fun photos. Yeah. 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 And if you're on the West Coast and a trip to Disneyland is in your future, mm -hmm. especially if you're on the Southern part of the West Coast, we have some good news for you. Yeah. We'll tell you all about that as well. But that's later. Let's go ahead and get to our very holly jolly main topic of the week. So yes, as I mentioned before, we are obviously into December, fully into that holiday season, no matter what holiday you might celebrate. It mm -hmm. is that time of year. And in the past, we've done various different things to kind of, you know, look at this time of year and how can we make it even more festive and feeling. And we've done like our five favorite Disney holiday movies, movies right. and specials and some other things. But, you know, we, had, we haven't really done a music one. So Michelle thought, you know, this might be the time. Yeah. You know, and the interesting, when Michelle brought it up, I'm like, I can't really think of that many Disney holiday songs. And then right. as I was going through it, I'm like, wait, there's a bunch of them. I know. So we came up with our list of our five favorite Disney holiday songs. Right, yeah. Michelle? Yeah. Well, first of all, five-ish. But yeah. Um... <laughs> well, uh, High Period Adventures. <laughs> five lists uh, right um i know and i don't know about you but when i was creating my list i, I tried to avoid just having like traditional christmas songs sung by the characters and right just more i did the exact same thing oh, okay yeah, yeah i didn't you know if, if they sang holly jolly christmas right it, within a, a disney movie i did not put that in as right being, even if, whether even if i love it Right. That was not what I did. Yes. Right. And they, and there's been multiple Disney release of uh, whether it's vinyl or CDs of different Christmas songs or holiday songs where the characters are singing traditional songs. Uh, we, I can't confirm or deny we may have had some of those or still. But mm -hmm. anyways, yeah. I so I guess it. I guess we went we approach it the same way. There cool, we go. Cool. Good. I wasn't sure how you would approach it, but yeah. that's good to know. That's but good to know. Like you said, it, my first thought after I said it and after you announced it last week, I was like, ooh, wait, did, did, I, did I make a mistake? Are there not many of these songs? But like you said, found yeah. some. Found a bunch. Found yeah. a bunch. So many I could have put, I could have made my list longer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. but that's good. That's, that's right. good. Uh, hopefully some of our songs make your favorites list as well right, right? but we'll yeah. see and if we don't if they didn't let us know yeah you know, we'll talk about them it's still the holiday season right. we could, we could so talk funny. and play some more songs as yeah. we go through exactly. uh the next few weeks so let's go ahead and get to it with of course the best list michelle's list because you know 
she's going to have the best list. I mean, it all she always does. You know, mine will be pretty straightforward. You could probably sure. you could probably guess mine right now. Like you could just take it, and you're going to hit like four or five, almost likely. Uh. Michelle's though, you know, it's going to be interesting. You know, it's going to be a little quirky, and it's going to be great. So let's yeah. go ahead and get to it. <laughs> Here is Michelle's number five favorite Disney holiday song. Well, first of all, thank you, honey. You're very sweet with your compliments, but uh, I'm anxious to hear your list for sure. Um, so I actually, to start off with, have a 5A and B. <laughs> right um, off the bat. Right off the bat. So uh, let's just say my 5A uh, comes from the Beauty and the Beast, the Enchanted Christmas uh, animated film, and it's called As Long As There's Christmas. As long as... There's Christmas, I truly believe that hope is the greatest of the gifts we'll receive. As long as there's Christmas, we'll all be just fine. A star If we're good Loads of logs on the fire Lots of gifts on the tree All wrapped up in red ribbons Wonder if there's one for me We'll do for a party Where on earth do we start? I may wear my tiara You ought to be in Montmartre All the silver will sparkle And the china will gleam And we'll all be as shiny As a brand new song team After dinner we'll play games Till the morning then we'll meet in the garden. This is what we shall do. We will build a snowman that will reach to the sky. It will stay up until July. So this is a cute little story that was made after Beauty and the Beast. Maybe not the strongest film, but, you know, it's cute. A um, couple things about this song, first of all. Not the first Disney song, Christmas song that say, talked about building a snowman. Let's no, just say that. No. Um, well, it was before the most famous song about building a right, snowman. Right. Yes, yes. Yes. Arguably. Um, I think what really attracts me to this song, well, one, it, it can you can really get it stuck in your head, but. I love that the original cast was there and, and made this. So you have Angela Lansbury, David Ogden, Ogden Styers. Easy for you to say. I know, it's not. Uh, Jerry Orbach, and of course, the amazing Paige O'Hara. So um, the other thing that's kind of cute about this film, it, it does give you some insight of the time that Belle was still you know, being held in the, the castle with the beast before he released her. And so you kind of get a little bit more in depth how that relationship was. Um, and I like that it's a, a the theme of hope in that song. Yeah. So. It's a it's a cute little song from a movie that may have gone by the wayside a little right. bit. I think it was a straight to video release. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's cute. And if you like the Beauty and the Beast characters, it is nice that you know the cast returned right. for this and yeah. you hear them singing there. I mean, Angela Lansbury singing is right. always great. It's always no is. question. Right. Paige right. O'Hara, of yeah. course, for sure, one hundred percent. So, uh, yeah, I like it. That was cute. That Thank was wonderful. You. Good Thank choice. You. 
Uh, and as I mentioned, I do have a 5B, and this comes from the Santa Claus, the original film, uh, The Bells of Christmas. In the silence of the night, when the snow lies soft and still, you can see magic light and hear the ring of Christmas bells. Oh, the night seems long and dark. He's the So, first of all, I just love that melody. It's, mm-hmm. it's just... Very sweet. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's the prelude to my favorite part of the film, and that's where the elves are greeting the new Santa and so excited to see who is going to be the new Santa. They arrive to the North Pole for the first time. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, but it, it's just such a peaceful song, um, you know, which can sometimes be a departure from the holidays because we get so wrapped up with everything being hustle and bustle, as they say. So, you know, it's kind of nice to have that reminder to just take the time during the holiday to appreciate all the good things you have yeah, in life. Yeah. No, I like it. It says, yeah, like it said, it's a very sweet and warm right. song. Yeah. It's, it is really perfect for this holiday season. It is such a great scene from that. What is a great movie? I know. Santa Claus yeah. is a must watch. I know. Uh, not necessarily the Santa Clauses. Right. I will admit we're watching that. <laughs> uh, mostly because it's hilariously not great. But, right. right. <laughs> it's a train wreck. It's but, a train wreck. But uh, the Santa Claus is a fantastic I know. Fantastic I know. Film, and I know sure. a lot of people have criticized it, but I, I still, like you said, it's fantastic and love yeah. it. Love it. So I guess we're at your number Okay, so your songs were super peaceful and warm and loving. Now we're going to get to my number five favorite Disney holiday song. And it comes from, if you haven't seen it yet, came out last year. I believe it was last year. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Okay. And I think I need to preface this before I even play the song because... This is a song that plays near the beginning of it. They're kind of talking about Christmas and there's a band of aliens. I don't know how better you're going to say it, you know, but people from other worlds uh, that don't really understand what Christmas is, but they're, it's, it's like the telephone game. This is what we've heard, you know, from five different people. Right. And this is what Christmas sounds like to us. And I love this song because it's hilarious and it's very subversive, you know, (laughs) very much. It's like the guardians of the galaxy themselves. They're both that. And I think this song is hilarious because of that fact. So uh, here is, uh, I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. Out on the third planet closest to the sun, there's a special celebration and it sounds quite fun. A jolly old fellow brings toys to everyone on a holiday they call Christmas. Now I'm not going to lie, it makes no sense to me, but here's what earthlings told me. About this Christmas mystery One, two, three Santa is a furry freak 
So that is a very short version of this song that it goes even more weird as right. you go along to it. But it may be my new favorite Christmas song because it's just, it's so funny. It jams, which it ru- is cool. I, yeah, I was going to say the uh, same it's thing. It's sung by the old 97s. Uh, they actually are in all, all in makeup. Well, maybe they're just aliens. I don't know. Right. But they're all in makeup uh, in this. Uh, and it's just such a funny scene. And hearing the lyrics to this song, um, you should you should check it out at some point. It's great. I love it. Oh, for sure. And it does have a great sound to it too. Yeah. I mean, it, it is it is such a cool song. I'm glad you have it on your list. I love that it starts out like a traditional Christmas song. You right. Know, oh, this let me tell you about Christmas, and then it just goes completely strange. I, know, <laughs> and I love it. I know. Uh, it's it is the guard that song is the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and the holiday special is is so fun if you've not checked it out yeah, it's before. Totally cute. Yeah, yeah. I definitely do. It's 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 cute, it's hilarious. There is some action and it's funny and it's it's, it's the got Guardians. some touching parts to it. it. Yeah, and there's sure. some very touching parts for sure. So that's my number five. But let's get back to the real list. Let's get to number uh, Michelle's number four favorite uh Disney holiday song. You're, you're so cute. Uh, so my number four actually comes from the Muppets Christmas Carol, and it's called One More Sleep Till Christmas. The world has got a smile today. The world has got a glow. There's no such thing as strangers when a stranger says hello. And everyone is family. We're having so much fun. After all, there's only Sleep till Christmas Tis the season to be jolly and joyous With a burst of pleasure we feel it arrive It's a season when the saints can employ us To spread the news about peace and to keep love alive So, first of all, there are, are actually a lot of great songs in that film. So many great songs. Yeah. In that film. It may be the best Disney holiday right. film that yeah. exists. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and some of those songs, so were really more to move the story along and not necessarily Christmas or holiday themed. So, that's why I gravitated towards this one. And of course, there was that controversial removal of the amazing song, When Love Is Gone. Um, But for today, like I said, since we're focusing on the holidays, I thought this one was the most appropriate. Uh, It really captures the essence, right? That we feel like on Christmas Eve that, you know, ooh, one more sleep. Um, It's cute seeing the Muppets cleaning up the shop, getting it ready to close for for Christmas Eve. But most of all, come on, it's Kermit! 
it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's such a good film, and there's so many great songs, and that is another one of them. I could have named, my list could have been Muppets songs yeah, right. from Muppets Christmas Carol. Exactly. Uh, it could have been my entire list. Um, I, I limited mine. I think I only have one. Uh, in my list. It's not that one, although mm-hmm. that was honorable mention. Right. Um, for sure. Like I said, there were many that are honorable mention. Oh, but, yeah. Um, it, it's just a great movie, and it's another must-watch every holiday season at least once, if not a couple right. of times. Because right. It's so, it's so... Who doesn't love the Muppets? By the way, the Muppets, talk about subversive, but hilarious right. and fun. Uh, the Muppets were doing that many, many, many years ago before a lot of other people were doing it. Um, they are great and they're family friendly. They hit on all age levels. Right. And so does that film. It's so good. Yeah. Um, you know, the film, this was like the first big project that they did uh, following, you know, the the, the passing. sad passing uh-huh. of, of Jim Henson. Um, and they had, they got Paul Williams to write the music who um, he describes as having had a real connection with Jim Henson and the Muppets when they, he one time appeared on one of their, mm-hmm. the Muppets shows. Yeah, and, um, you know, and, and he had to at one point deal with his demons. And I think he felt this was very cathartic to, mm-hmm. to do this film. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's a great film. So good. Yeah. So good. We have not watched it yet this season, but let me you tell haven't. you, Oh, okay. I have not watched it yet this season. I have to work. <laughs> uh, but we will be watching it uh, apparently for the first time soon for me and again yeah. for Michelle. Yeah, well, Scott and I have had a, a, actually caught it. That makes sense. Recently. So. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I go to bed early. And so That's true. <laughs> they that get to, true. Yeah. I go to sleep. They play and watch all sorts of interesting Party. stuff. Yes, yes. They have a good time while I'm sleeping. So. Uh, that's great. So good choice. Michelle's list, always the best oh, list. Thank you. So you're number four, right? My number four comes from one of of our favorite and our son's favorite television series. And I wanted to make sure and beat Michelle to the punch on some of these because I figured her list has got to be just so many of these because, you know, I mean, she is maybe the biggest Phineas and Ferb fan you're going to find as an adult out there. Yes. Um, so I needed to get one on my list and I'm going to go ahead and go with a song that's called that Christmas feeling from Phineas and Ferb's Christmas vacation. We're hanging a star above our tree and don't it look lovely? So it just sounds like a really yeah. cool kind of bluesy Christmas right. song and sung by Olivia Olson, who uh, you may know plays Vanessa right. Doofenshmirtz uh, on that show and 
does she sings so many great songs um, oh, by sure. the way so many of them do but uh, yes. she has a, they seems like when they need to go to uh she, right. they go to her a yes. lot yes um but that is it's just a, it's a great christmas song and you know so many they have a few holiday episodes right. even though this is mostly supposed to take place in summer i know um even sometimes they pretend it's christmas in summer right um but uh, phineas and ferb just had uh, they 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 have some great songs a lot of them are redone holiday songs that they've added their own lyrics to, which I thought about playing, but I decided, no, I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to go with an original song. And that was the one I chose. Yeah. I love that song. And like you said, there are several others from their various Christmas specials um, that I thought about adding. Uh, They've made more honorable mentions list for that. um, Because again, I felt like there were so many great songs to choose from that are Disney holiday songs, but I'm glad you included one because yes, big fan. Wait, you don't have Phineas and Ferb on your list. I know. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. I'm trying to do a twist, trying to do a twist. I thought sure you would have like three Phineas and Ferb holiday songs. It crossed my mind. It crossed my mind, but considering I've done that already, not maybe with holiday songs, but definitely with some favorite songs. I've included. I think you've done entire lists. I know. It's an entire separate list. Yes. Just the Phineas, Phineas and Ferb songs. And Ferb, By the way, so. at some point we are going to do, maybe when the new season of the series right. comes out, we are going to do our favorite Phineas and Ferb song yeah, at some point. We That's that. coming in yes. the future. Yes. Um, for those of you who are Phineas and Ferb fans. Right. And for those of you who don't know Phineas and Ferb, maybe you'll get to hear some of the great music that they put right. out in all it, their episodes. Right. There. It may but, entice you to watch. Yeah, yes. for sure. So, so that was my number nice. four, but let's get back to the real list. Let's get to Michelle's number three favorite Disney holiday song. Well, I do have a 3A and 3B. Oh, here we go again. I know. I know. I tried not to, but I didn't try that hard. So. <laughs> I tried. Uh, not maybe, really. Maybe. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my 3A comes from the film Nightmare Before Christmas. What's this? What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. What's this? There's people singing songs. What's this? The streets are lined with little creatures laughing. Everybody seems so happy. Have I possibly gone daffy? What is this? What's this? Children throwing snowballs instead of throwing heads. They're busy building toys and absolutely no one's dead. There's frost in every window. Oh, I can't believe my eyes. And in my bones I feel the warmth that's coming from inside. Oh, look, what's this? The hanging mistletoe. They kiss? Why, that looks so unique. Inspired, the gathering around. Here is story roasting chestnuts on a fire. What's this? What's this? In here, they've got a little tree. How queer, and who would ever think, and why? They're covering it with tiny little things. They've got electric lights on strings, and there's a smile in everyone. So now correct me if I'm wrong. This looks like fun, this looks like fun. Oh, could it be I got my wish? What's this? Oh my, what now? So, you know, similar to your number five from Guardians of the Galaxy, just getting a different perspective of an outsider for the first time 
getting to experience or try to understand what Christmas is. So I thought that was just really... Especially from such a different world of Halloween. Right. What? what, There's nothing underneath the bed? I know. Nothing scary? People are smiling? What is going on? Exactly. So just, you know, love that. Also, being a big Danny Elfman fan, Mm -hmm. you know, had to make the list. And I thought this was really captured the essence of, of, again, somebody from the outside really visualizing or or experiencing Christmas for the first mm-hmm. time. Yeah, uh, it was on my honorable mentions. Didn't make my list because I still trouble on between what is a nightmare before Christmas? Is it a Christmas movie? Right. Is it a Halloween movie? Um, that's definitely the most Christmassy right. part of it, I would, yes. I would think. Um, so it, did, it just didn't quite make my list, but it definitely is deserved. Um, it could have made my list. It was on my honorable mentions. Nice. Uh, and it's one of our favorite movies. Yeah, it's, it's a great film and definitely. we love it. Yeah, so very good. So my 3B and um, this one, when I chose it, I, I felt like for sure is probably going to make your list too um, from Olaf's Frozen Adventure that time of year. Jolly Mary, happy holly on a midnight clear. I'm here to ask you what you do at that time of year. Hi, shalom, happy this fancy chandelier. I'm looking for tradition stuff for that time of year. Well, we make our decorations out of flotsam and jetsam. Bake a yummy fruit cake and your country till you get some. That went right through me. Buy each other presents and then hide them very nimbly. Wait up for a chubby man to shimmy down your chimney. Breaking and entering, okay on Christmas. Oh, happy merry mule-type barrels, faithful gladsome cheer. Thanks for sharing what you do at that time of year. Thank you. We knit scarves and sweaters and we wear my matching mittens. Don't forget the jammies that I knitted for my kittens. Eight nights in a row we like menorahs on our mantles. You cut down a tree and then you dress its corpse with candles. I... So, first of all, that is just such a cute film. Uh, We're big Olaf fans for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, Kind of, again, somebody for the first time trying to understand the holidays and obviously several different holiday traditions included in this, not just Christmas. Um, But just love Olaf's addition to commenting on some of them, like the Santa breaking and entering was okay on Christmas and the whole description of cutting down a tree and dressing its corpse with candles is just hilarious and just, just loved it. Yeah. I'm finding a theme here with some of our songs that we've chosen. Apparently we really love Christmas songs that point out how quirky and silly. Yeah. Right. uh, Yet wonderful. uh, Some of these Christmas and holiday traditions are, you know, because there are many songs that we've gone through already um, that kind of point that out. Right. You know, some of these things, if you take a step back and you look at them, you're like, that's kind of weird, you know, but we still, we love them. We do them every year and we, you know, it's normal, you know, but (laughs) They are. Some of them are a little funky That's true. Uh, from somebody's point of view that has never experienced the holiday season before. But right. I love that short so much. I think the first time we got to see that song done, I believe, was at the D23 Expo 2017. Um, right before it was coming out, They we were seeing the studios, the animation presentation mm-hmm. 
and they played that entire clip of that song. Right. Or at least it was a good portion of it. And it just, it left the crowd in stitches. Oh, yeah. Everybody loved it. Um, it was so good. And th- that whole short is another one of those things that you have to watch every holiday season because it's magnificent and hashtag real men love frozen. That's my number two song. Ah, by the way, just okay. So, you know. so yes, yeah, did make my make. list. Nice. My number two song. Nice. Michelle's number three B. song. Yeah. Three yes. B. Yep. So pretty close, pretty close. We yeah. rated it pretty closely. Right. Okay, so getting back to your list, then your number three song. All would be right. What? So my number three song is it's going back to again one of the movies we said is one of our favorite, arguably the best Disney holiday movie. That's the Muppets Christmas Carol. I'm going to go to a song. It's sung a couple times, but I'm going to go to the end when kind of the whole group is there singing it. And the song is It Feels Like Christmas. It's in the singing of a street corner choir. It's going home and getting warm by the fire. It's true wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. It's true wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. It feels like Christmas. It's just such a, a song with such a sweet sentiment of like when we're Christmas is where love is, you know, right. where you find it. That is where Christmas truly is in your heart and in your soul. And with that story, how it obviously we all know the, the Charles Dickens story, but that, you know, kind of the the transformation of Scrooge mm-hmm. into understanding and realizing what relationships are in love mm-hmm. and, and, and obviously what's the important, right? It's, it's not the money. It's not, you know, the things it's, you know, the, the love of being around your friends and family and, and enjoying this mm-hmm. time of year. It, you know, it could be any time of year it can feel like Christmas um, when you have, when you get to experience those things. Yeah. Great song. Again, made more my honorable mentions mm-hmm. list. So my, many Muppet Christmas Carol songs could yes. have made my honorable mention list. Right. Like you said, that film just filled with a lot of great holiday songs. For sure. Or, or great songs. Some yeah. Not as holiday themed, but right. There we go. So that was my number three. Back to the real list. Let's get to Michelle's number two favorite Disney holiday song. Okay, so... My number two actually comes from a song that was originally first played on the Disney Channel. And one of our favorite performers, David Diggs, sings and wrote Puppy for Hanukkah. Uh, yeah. Come on. You know what I want to. What you want? 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 I want a puppy for Hanukkah. And I'ma get just what I wanted, yep. I'ma get a puppy for Hanukkah. Get a puppy, get a puppy, get a puppy. Some kids write lists for their Christmas gifts, and they send them all off to their Santas. 
But I don't trip off a list for my gift I'ma get it cause I got eight chances That's right, eight nights, festival of lights Go hard for a week with a plus one So y'all keep stressing, be good, learn lessons Behind the gut is the best fun And you can laugh if you want to But I'ma get a puppy for Hanukkah So I'm pretty sure that it's just socks But you never know, miracles happen I tap in and start to rip the paper Oh please let it be the puppy that I wanted I don't wanna wait to Oh, yep, that's just socks I'ma get what I wanted to So he is just super talented, obviously. Love that it's kind of like a fresh sound to a Hanukkah sound, but he definitely infuses the traditional tones and, and sounds of, that you would think would be in a Hanukkah sound a song. So I, I just love that. Uh, he was raised by a Jewish mother, so he did celebrate Hanukkah. And he, he said he was really honored when the Disney Channel approached him to come up with a, with a Hanukkah tune. And he just embraced that opportunity to share uh, his love of music and his culture to, to have that in there. And this is a hilarious song. It's a cute little video if you get to, to watch it. He does go through a little bit more and I don't want to give any spoilers. But I love also that just the concept that he has eight chances to get what he's hoping to get, which would be a puppy and cute song. Okay, so this is why Michelle's list is always the best list right here. <laughs> Raise your hand out there. <laughs> If you thought Puppy for Hanukkah was going to be on our our list this year. Uh, I love it. Um, I don't think I was aware of that song up until we were looking through this. And I I found it too. I Mm -hmm. thought it was brilliant, wonderful. David Diggs is fantastic, of course. Uh, He's done so many things. You know him from Hamilton. Right. Uh, But also, uh, he played Sebastian Mm -hmm. in the new live action Little Mermaid. Right. Um, it's just so good. And that song is hilarious and wonderful. And it, right. it, it is, it's, it's like, it's a kid's point of view of Hanukkah. Right. I, I, I love it. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So, so great choice. Michelle's list. Definitely. 100%. <laughs> you just heard it. Always the very best oh, list. And we're going to go back to her because I already mentioned my number two is that time of year from Olaf's frozen adventure. So right back to the list. The one that you care about. Michelle, please give everybody your number one favorite Disney holiday song. Okay, so my number one uh, is another Muppets song, but it comes from uh, A Muppets Christmas, and it's called I Wish I Could Be Santa Claus. I wish I could be Santa Claus for just one day. I'd fill a bag with kindness and I'd give it all away. 
I'd make the world a better place. I'd do that if I could. I love the way it feels inside when I do something good. I wish I could be Santa Claus. Imagine that. Although I could not fill his boots, I'd look great in his hat. I'd love the milk and cookies. And there's one more thing I'd do. I'd try to teach the kids to be a little more like you. We know that love can bless the heart when the tears begin to fall. We know that love is the message of the season, the greatest gift. And yes, one size fits all. I wish we could be Santa Claus. Perhaps we can. The job's about the giving, not the suit and not the man. It's, it's all about the caring and the part that we can play in spreading joy and peace on earth and, and love on Christmas Day. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep it together, Michelle. Um, you know, Gonzo and Fozzie singing mm -hmm. that song is just so pure, so sweet, mm -hmm. you know, and just really capturing that realization that love and bringing other people joy is what's so special, not just about the holidays, mm -hmm. but about life in general and, and just how it brings you your, your own joy, mm -hmm. you know, in that. It, you know, kind of reminds me of that song, Feed the Birds, mm -hmm. you know, and that concept that, you know, the Sherman brother said is it doesn't take a lot to give joy and to give of yourself and kind of got that essence here. Uh, and obviously the Muppets bring a lot of that purity, that childlike perspective and just love it. Yeah, uh, definitely. Sweet song. Uh, Gonzo, Fozzie, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just magnificent. Um, the Muppets, look, there's nothing more to be said about the Muppets. You know, right. they are spectacular. The more Muppet content we get, the better the world is. Yeah. Uh, for a variety of reasons, for the humor, for the sentimentality, um, just for nostalgia i mean it's the, the muppets are fantastic and um i just love that song and that was yeah it's a great choice michelle's list of course <laughs> of course the best list for Aww, sure you're sweet you're sweet but now the main event here your number one drum roll well as we all know It's my favorite time. 
of course, when we're together from mm-hmm. Olaf. Again, another from Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Right. My top two. Well, both from Olaf's Frozen Adventure. I might like that short a little bit. Yeah. Um, hashtag real men love Frozen, of course. Um, but uh, that, again, as I was talking about a little bit earlier when I was talking about uh, the Muppets and, uh, and their song um, from Muppets Christmas Carol. What is the season? What's it about? What's the holiday season, the Christmas season? What's it all about? It's getting together with your family and and being together. And that's what makes it super special. And it doesn't matter. Yes, it could. Of course, obviously, this is the time of year where we make the extra effort for that happen. But it could be June. It could be March. It could be September. It doesn't matter. When you get together, that's the best time of year when you're together with friends, family, loved ones. Um, that's what makes makes the season. It doesn't matter what season it might be. It could be winter. It could be winter. Talking about winter. Um, <laughs> no one knows who that what we're talking about. So again, the Phineas and They firm. will maybe eventually sometime. But um, so that's you know it's it, it's what makes that so what makes that. Um, It's just one of those reasons why that short is is so wonderful. It's just such a well done piece, um, because of the the sentimentality and and the other song where we were looking at the quirkiness and the hilarity of it. Again, I love Frozen so much, and that it was. It's it's just brilliant. I'll just say that. Yeah, I I kind of figured you'd have a Frozen song, especially for your number one. I wasn't sure if it was going to be something more like, do you want to build a snowman? Even though, you know, I don't really, I mean, it's not as it's Christmas, not a holiday, not a holiday song. song per se. Yeah. You can make it to be if you want it to be. And so could let it go in any of those. Right. You know, it's the, if you just want to think about snow and ice and all that as being holiday, but that's right. not what I think of as holiday. Exactly. And I, I think too, that because that film got released during the holiday season, mm-hmm. maybe we just always kind of, link it there but i think what you did pick as your number one was beautiful thank you yeah so we did get a list of five favorite disney holiday songs from one of our favorite music aficionados jonathan in portland he sent a list and he was on a lot of the same pages as we were um not for his number five maybe that's because um it's a song that it's a movie that wasn't originally disney but he went with it anyways. He said, my number five, Somewhere in My Memory from Home Alone. Obviously, extremely recognizable. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Williams song right. from Home Alone. 
Um, like he said, it wasn't originally Disney, but I'm claiming it is what Jonathan said. Well, it's on it, Disney Plus. It is now Disney, mm-hmm. so it counts. Um, and it's it 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 is one of those songs that when you think of Home Alone, right. you think of that song. It's yeah. so good. If I recall correctly, I think that was in my top five John Williams songs mm-hmm. list that we did. There we go. A couple so months there ago. You go. Yeah. So For sure. Good choice, Jonathan. Very. Like I said, the music aficionado right. of the show, for sure. Uh, number four for him was the Bells of Christmas from the Santa Claus yeah. when they first get to the North Pole, is what he was saying. Number three is What's This from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Number two, When We're Together from Olaf's Frozen <laughs> Adventure. And his number one is It Feels Like Christmas from the Muppets Christmas Carol. So we pretty much were in sync with Jonathan in this, you know, between our two lists. We matched up pretty well with what he had. Yeah. Great list, Jonathan. Thank you for sharing it with us. For sure. Uh, Do you have any other honorable mentions by any Um, chance? Well, I think I've kind of mentioned some of them. I think the only other honorable mention that I had was a a quirky one um, called Jolly to the Core. (laughs) Which was a remake of Rotten to the Core with the cast from Descendants. Oh, that's so. funny. I've never heard that one. That's yeah, cool. it, it, it's just that exact song with different lyrics to it that uh, I think was a Disney Channel clip. Yeah. Oh. I have a couple. Uh, obviously, yeah. a lot of yours on your list were on my uh, honorable mention list, but I have a couple here. And this one didn't make the list um, because of the fact that it really technically is based on an actual Christmas song. But I I thought this kind of summed up exactly when you think about Phineas and Ferb. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is from the Phineas and Ferb holiday special. And the fact that they are funny, adventurous, but they also will teach you a little something at the same time. I kind of thought that this song was kind of good for this again i wouldn't put it on my list because it was based on an actual holiday right. song um but i thought this is funny it's good king wenceslas Buford, you're completely disrespecting this classic song you're ignoring the historical context king wenceslas was a great man you have no idea what this song is about i know all about this song the words were by an english guy the music scandinavian Wenceslas was five foot six, he kept his face unshaven. Though just a duke throughout his life, he always ruled so justly. His kingly title was conferred upon him posthumously. Well, I stand corrected. You seem to have a lot of information. But if you know so much about it, why do you not sing the original song? I like my version better. It's about me. Buford should get lots of gifts every Christmas season. When I see presents just for me, it always is so pleasing. That is why I change the words to make the song more edgy. If you don't like the way I sing, you'll get a Christmas wedgie. Oh, it's lovely. You're a veritable Oscar Hammerstein II. Or, uh, oh, well, at least it's over. <laughs> so Buford and Baljeet there yes. um, from the cast of Phineas and Ferb singing. I, I just, like I said, I love it because, and I think it's interesting with Buford because he's the this bully who's still kind of lovable, right? you know, uh, but you wouldn't expect him to know all about King Wenceslas, you know, he's, he's dropping knowledge on you there. Right. Um, and so I just think it, it kind of just speaks to what Phineas and Ferb is, is it's, you know, it's great for kids. 
you, you, there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of humor involved with it, but they also drop little pieces of knowledge on you. To, you learn some things as you're watching the show. Definitely entertainment. Yes. And I, I think that's what makes it also appealing to adults is because for kids, they, they're probably not as involved in what he's saying there. But for us, it's like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. You right. Know. Yeah. <laughs> the, the kids are more getting the the parts about you know wanting lots of toys and right, everything. We're like, exactly. whoa! I had no idea about King Wenceslas. I didn't know that. It's interesting. So, um, and finally, the other honorable mention song that I didn't have make my list because I don't really feel it's a Christmas song, but it came from what is kind of considered a a Christmas film, although not necessarily the best Christmas film. Uh, but it comes from Nutcracker in the Four Realms, and it's just such a brilliant song that I had to play it. It's from Andrea and Matteo Bocelli, Fall on Me. I close my eyes and I'm seeing you everywhere. I step outside, it's like I'm breathing you. So as I said, Nutcracker in the Four Realms, not particularly a fantastic movie, but the maybe the one great thing that came out of that film is that song. It is gorgeous, beautiful, a masterpiece. It is. It's powerful. Um, I loved when we were able to see it where they had... Um, both of them perform it. I, I think it was on... Uh, I think they did in front of the castle. castle. Yeah, yes. it was, might have been for the, one of the holiday specials. Right, yeah. and it was so amazing. Um, the First of all, seeing the two of them together was touching and, and doing that song. And like you said, it just is... It, it's a, such a special song and, and how they perform it. There is nothing like it. And yeah. I was glad it made your list. I, I kind of thought about it at one point too, but again, I because it wasn't necessarily lyrics specifically about mm -hmm. the holidays, but I'm glad you put it out there with your honorable mentions because yeah. it, it's, and if any of you get a chance to see, I think that holiday special might be on Disney Plus. Maybe, maybe, but you might be able to find it if not there, sure. like on YouTube, YouTube or yeah. something, um, or even just that song done by, yeah. and you could just tell how proud that Andrea Bocelli is that he's singing there with his song right. and they're both, uh, their son, and they're both singing so beautifully. And exactly. it's, it's just such an inspiring, warm, just a wonderful piece of music. It's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you, honey. Thank you so, for putting that in. Yeah, I had to play it. It's, yeah. We don't play it very often. Every once in a while, we break it out into one of these lists, right. you know, and I always, every time I get to hear it again, I'm like, oh, that's such a good song. Exactly. So yeah. amazing. Um, the 
we still have not seen Andrea Bocelli. Um, we've we've made attempts. Yes. Um, it just hasn't fallen into our schedule. At some point, we need to see him because oh, boy, yeah. he is his his voice. It, you know, like it's over, but it's like butter. You know, it is. It is for sure. So those are our five favorite lists and some extras as well of Disney holiday songs. We would still love to know yours, whether it's a single song, something we left out, whether it's an entire five list, feel free to send us a link uh, or a comment on our social media, an email, whatever. You send it to us and we'll share it on an upcoming show. So a very happy holiday season to everybody out there. It doesn't matter which holiday you celebrate. We hope you're in the midst of a warm, wonderful time of year. Exactly. And that you're really having that time to appreciate yourself and, and what this holiday is about, too. For sure. And your family and your friends. Yes. It doesn't matter who they are. Um, we hope you're getting that opportunity out there. Right. And Good point. Dude. If you're not, we're here for you, too. We're your friends. We're yes. your family as well. Um, we are always here for you as well. You're a part of our Hyperion Adventurer family, for sure. So. Well said, baby. Thank you. Now, before we get to the Disney stories of the week, you know, we got to talk about our great friend, Nate, with Main Street and more travel, because let's face it, we all have trips we're thinking about taking in the very near future. Well, if you do, whether it be to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise or anywhere in the world beyond, let me tell you. Nate is the certified Disney vacation planner that you are going to want to get in contact with. Oh my gosh, for sure. You know, as we, you know, mention all the time, he really has firsthand knowledge of things so he can really help you plan, customize a, a trip that is going to be the best for you, answer your questions. It's really concierge level planning that doesn't cost you anything. High end. It is high end stuff that he will help you out with answer all your questions. He is there for you to make sure your trip, wherever it may be, be the best it possibly can be. And as Michelle mentioned, no extra cost to you. That's because either Disney or whatever other travel branch that he works through pays him for you. Your What you end up paying is exactly what you pay. If you did all that work yourself, only you can save that time and just relax and enjoy and let him set it all up for you. Right. And you know what? He may even be able to save you some money from you doing it alone because he is on top of all the deals and steals that are out there. Yeah. I mean, there's never a guarantee, but let me tell you, if there's a discount out there, Nate will find it for you. So what you got to do is go to distripsandmore.com, fill out the form there and just contact him, talk to him, tell him what you want to do and let him get to work for you. Right. So as Tom mentioned, once you fill out that form, Nate will be back in touch with you to start that planning, but be sure to tell him that Tom and Michelle sent you. Yeah. Again, that's Nate with Main Street and more travel. You know, Nate's also great if you're planning uh, to get, you know, maybe a loved one, maybe your entire family, something set up for the holiday season as a present, a yes, big trip to somewhere, Disney or beyond. Uh, he's there for you, so be sure and hit him up. Okay, let's go ahead and get to our Disney stories of the week. And I'm going to start with after a very, very, very long wait. <laughs> 
A big Disney park reveal is happening this week. Finally, it's so exciting. Yes, This from the Disney Parks blog, they said, in celebration of Walt Disney's birthday on December 5th, guests visiting Epcot will be able to visit Dreamers Point in the newly opened World Celebration neighborhood and see the Disney Company's original Dreamer in a completely new light. Everyone is invited to imagine alongside Walt himself. Yes, the new statue is being revealed along with that area Mm -hmm. there in World Celebration. World Celebration Gardens is going to be opening officially on December 5th. Yeah, so exciting. December 5th is going to be a very exciting time to be at Epcot for sure. We're looking forward to a few days later being out there and enjoying some of this. And I'm sure those of you who were planning trips out to Disney during December will be thrilled about this as well. Yeah, it's very exciting. We've been seeing it gradually come together as of recent, especially it's been it's been happening. You've been able to see, I mean, we can't see past the walls, although they've moved the walls back a little bit. You've been able to see uh, some greenery being going in there. We've seen some overhead shots that some people have posted on social media of that area coming together, but now it's finally being realized. And uh, I couldn't be more excited to finally get our Epcot back. Yeah, it's been a long time, like you a said. Long a long, long time. And it's it'll be nice to have good show again. Right. I'm excited to see what that area looks like. And it seems like it's going to be a wonderful area to sit back and relax and and soak it in, which is one of the things we love about Epcot so much is just, you know, being able to absorb the whole thing, the Disney feel, the people watching all of it there. The, the statue too, I think Mm -hmm. is going to be so touching. They've released images of what that statue is going to look like from their initial concept or well, uh, formally initial concept uh, that they, they shared with people. But the statue has pretty much remained the same, even from the original. I mean, even if some of the stuff around it has right. changed, the statue has remained the same since we saw it in 2019, at D23 Expo 2019. Yeah, so it's just going to be really wonderful to be able to, to see that. And just the whole concept of, you know, Walt, who is, you know, the premier dreamer sitting there and overlooking Epcot, which was, you know, obviously there were variations in what he initially thought of what Epcot is, but there's still essence, lots of essence of what his dream Mm -hmm. of Epcot was and and seeing a statue of him sitting there and kind of getting to look at it and appreciate Mm -hmm. it just is so touching. Yeah. Um, I may cry when I see it for the first time. I'm sure. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, The new statue, as we were talking about, is entitled Walt the Dreamer. Represents Walt's later later in his life when he was dreaming of the overall Florida project and the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. He sits with a sense of fulfillment, enjoying the beauty of his realized dream, a park that represents pure optimism and truly celebrates the magic of possibility, which I love. It's, right. it's a really good description of what we're, we're going to see when we see that statue. Oh, yeah. It's, it's perfect. And like I said, the placement of it, too, is yeah. just ideal. It's going to be spectacular for sure. Uh, the story goes on to say this new statue of Walt is one of many areas to visit as a part of World Celebration Gardens, where guests will be able to relax, unwind and connect to Epcot, to nature and to each other. Each of the gardens found in the center of World Celebration, including Dreamers Point, will connect back to the areas surrounding them. 
drawing on the architectural legacy of Epcot, modern lighting elements, and a variety of natural textures. It's I can't wait to see how yeah. it, it finally um, lays out. Uh, like I said, we've seen some overhead shots of it, but they don't do it justice, I think, to when you actually get to see that in, in person. And again, especially considering the wall has been up for three plus years now, like um, more, the fact yeah. that we're going to finally have that area back is going to feel really, really nice. Yeah, especially since you know, early on what was still visible behind the wall was, was just not very appealing. And it, it's nice that we'll finally get that beauty again. And it sounds like it's going to be a, a really, really beautiful yeah. area and everything I've seen from it um, looks uh, wonderful. Right. So excited for that. Moving on to the next story. There are some fantastic ways available now if you want to celebrate a decade of one of my favorite movies, our favorite movies, but yeah. hashtag real men love frozen. Uh, this again from the Disney Parks blog. They said to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Walt Disney Animation Studios Frozen, there are some fun Frozen photo ops at Walt Disney World Resort and beyond were worth melting for is what they say <laughs> that you can capture with Disney Photo Pass service. I think we'll be doing a several of these coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, they look great. And mm -hmm. for those of you who subscribe to the newsletter, we included some some of those images of what you can look forward to. Yeah, uh, some of them look really cool. I think we're going to get yeah. a lot of these. Uh, let's start with the one of the newest photo ops inside the Wandering Reindeer in Epcot's Norway Pavilion. Oaken has recently set up Wandering Oaken's pop-up portraits and sauna. <laughs> this new Disney Photo Pass studio is staffed with photographers who are ready to capture a flurry of photos. Whether you love Frozen, who doesn't, if you're a real man, or just want to cool off, everyone is welcome to stop by. It looks so cute how they set it up. It's, it's amazing, and I'm looking forward to actually visiting that mm -hmm. one yeah definitely uh, if you enjoy the studio royal treatment drift over to disney springs marketplace where a virtual winter wonderland awaits the disney photo pass studio offers many themed virtual backdrops including one inspired by frozen its gates are open daily from 10 a.m to 9 p.m and no reservations are required it's especially great after your little one goes to like the bippity boppity boutique is all decked out Good you want to catch those wonderful yes. photos over right. there especially if they you know choose to be uh, a little Anna or a little Elsa. Right. You know. Yeah, very good idea. Mm -hmm. uh, meanwhile, you can capture five frozen magic shots around Walt Disney World, including the newest magic shot featuring Olaf doing what frozen things do in fall. <laughs> okay. Just smile and pose and Disney Photo Pass photographers will do the rest. I want to collect all. I want to make sure we get all five. I want to be able to have the list and say, hey, Disney photo pass photographer. We haven't got this one yet. Can yes. you do this one? Yes. Can we do this one? I want to get all five. It's a good idea, honey. Thanks. Yes. No. I was just completely annoyed the cast members by doing that right there. Well, <laughs> and I haven't checked for this one, but I think you can um, go like what I shared recently to their Facebook page mm -hmm. and find where to, to look for those. Oh, those that's good. Specific, I'll have to do that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. That's Michelle's tips already before we reach the tips, the best tips. Uh, meanwhile, if meeting actual real live people is more your thing, your favorite frozen friends are waiting for you. Be the picture of sophisticated grace when you capture photos meeting Anna and Elsa at Epcot or chill out with Olaf at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So, nice. Yeah, that uh, definitely is wonderful experience meeting either Queen Anna, Queen Elsa, or of course our favorite lovable Snowman that loves warm hugs. And exactly. A lot for sure. yeah. 
And to have the snow go on no matter where you are at Walt Disney World Resort, check out the two frozen Disney PhotoPass lenses in the My Disney Experience app. Like all of the Walt Disney World lenses, though, they are only available to annual pass holders, cast members, and those who purchase Disney Plus Genie Service. But those are cool. If you haven't experienced the photo lenses yet, we I know we had our family in town recently, yes. and we were waiting to go into, I think it was the DVC Lounge, and Michelle was just sharing them with having the whole family take different photo pass lens photos of themselves. Yeah, it they really are fun. Uh, and, and the good thing is you can use... Many of them also once you're home. Mm -hmm. So you do have access to a few more once you're in the park and they do change them out, add some new ones, etc. cetera. Uh, so it's really, really a lot it of fun. It is kind of fun to see what, as you go through them, try different poses, see what happens with some yeah. of the characters or some of the settings, um, what they do to you. I mean, it's actually kind of amazing what they can make you look like yeah. you know we have a one a great one of scott in as basically as buzz Lightyear, you right. know with a full you know space ranger suit on it's exactly. pretty cool yeah and you can look like the genie yeah look look bald but with a little you know, right yeah hair it's amazing what it can do how, how those lenses work yeah. it's it's pretty phenomenal for sure Moving on to one more story. If you're on the West Coast and a trip to Disneyland is in your future, especially if you're in the southern part of the West Coast, we have some good news for you. This from again from the Disney Parks blog. They said, this one's for you, Southern California residents. <laughs> the Disneyland Resort is announcing a special ticket offer where eligible guests may experience the magic of Disneyland Park or Disney California Adventure Park for as low as $75 per day on select days for a limited time with the purchase of a three-day, one-park-per-day uh, weekday ticket. Of course, that is subject to park reservations. Mm -hmm. uh, these multi-day tickets go on sale on December 5th of 2023 for visits between January 2nd and all the way through June 2nd of 2024. So you can go and visit the happiest place on earth several times. And also, the one great thing about this is that you can spread out that ticket throughout that long period so you don't have to like okay right. i just went now i need to get my other visits within 13 days or whatever it might be no you can show up three different times anywhere from january to june it's a great offer yeah sure. um so that's that's great and again um you can also uh, add park hopper service for a little more money or genie plus to it if you want for a little more money as well but right Still, if you're a Southern California resident, um, that's 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 a great opportunity for you. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we're going soon, and we are no longer Southern California residents, so uh, we don't uh, get that price. Uh, but that's okay. We got a good price through my work, so yeah. excited to go. Can't wait to get back to Disneyland. It's been, I know. It's been too long. Yeah, it's I been know. too long. Cool, cool. Yeah. Also, just one more thing I'm going to drop in. The Hatbox Ghost has officially made his appearance at the Haunted Mansion at Magic Kingdom at the Walt Disney World Resort. So yeah. if you've been anxiously awaiting uh, the Hatbox Ghost, he is now on display fully uh, at the Haunted Mansion. And that's great. I'm looking forward to the next time we get to get ride Haunted Mansion and see the Hatbox Ghost at Walt Disney World. Right. We've seen him in Disneyland that, for right. many, many years. So glad he's become one of those not-so-happy haunts. I think that's what they say about him. The other ones are happy haunts. He's the not-so-happy right. haunt there at the, at the Haunted Mansion at Magic Kingdom. Uh, there was one other thing that's happening on December 5th at Epcot, and that is, and we've talked about this before, but just as a reminder, is um, Luminous mm. is 
is going to debut on that that evening as well. And uh, just one other thing, I've just gone to the Facebook page for the uh, PhotoPass, Disney PhotoPass service, and I don't see the Frozen ones in there yet, but that, that may Hopefully be something. Yeah, because I see the ones that they have for Jollywood Nights, uh, as well as many, many others. But um, I don't see that, that yet, but maybe because it's still pretty pretty new. Yeah, could be. So. Hopefully they'll start showing up soon. Yeah. But keep an eye on that, um, and hopefully they'll appear. But right. Meanwhile, it can't hurt to ask your Disney PhotoPass photographer, you know, if even before you get started, it's like, do you have one of these frozen, uh, you know, magic shots? Right. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's wonderful. She's fantastic. She's all things good in the world. And you know, you missed her last week. You just heard it. She definitely has the best lists. You know, she does the best research. One thing is for sure, she always has the best tips. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Oh, you're so kind. So my tip has to do is if you or somebody you know is considering a Disney wedding at either Disneyland Resort or Walt Disney World, they are op- they are hosting some open houses now through the first quarter of 2024. And I don't know, they may add more, but right now it, it's going up through, um, they have dates through March uh, there's no need to pre-register. The dates and times are that you can go are can be found at the DisneyWeddings.com. If you do uh, venue tours, you'll you'll see that. Um, obviously, you can also, if you want to set up a private tour, you can set that up. But if you just want to go to their open house and and start getting a feel for what they have, what their venues are, and it, have that initial connection with their uh, Disney wedding planning team there, that that's a great opportunity that you, you can do. And it's, you know, kind of for, for me personally, it's a little more stress-free doing it as an open house and that it's not, you know, especially if you're initially trying to get some information. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that, that blog, that site has a blog that has some great wedding planning ideas to Disney and, Disney and Disney Rise, Disney Nice. If you want to make your special event, include Disney special <laughs> magic. Even if you're not going to have it at one of Disney the resorts. Five. Right. Disney Five. Um, they have some great ideas here of, of how you can in, enjoy Disney theming in your special event. Yeah. Whether you want to do it subtly or whether you want to do right. it full blown, like everybody knows this yeah. is a Disney wedding. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but it, all sorts of ideas. But it, it does give you some great ideas. So. Oh, very good. Yeah. That's good. Michelle's tip, always the best tip. No question about it. <laughs> uh, my tip this week, I'm going to talk about a little something that, uh, you know, we actually did recently. And I want to remind some people of this. You know, we're not the biggest coaster aficionados. You may have heard that when we were talking with Chris and Josh right. last week and during last week's episode. Um, while we've enjoyed Tron, while we've enjoyed Cosmic Rewind, we wouldn't say that we are raring to go on it all the time anymore. But we have family, like Chris and Josh, that would love to go on it multiple times. So I want to remind you that even though maybe someone in your family, someone in your friends group, whatever, whoever's visiting uh, the Walt Disney World Resort or the Disneyland Resort may not want to ride one of these thrill attractions, 
Sometimes it's in your benefit to go ahead and include them in your virtual queue group when you're signing up. That's because some of the people that do want to ride the attractions may get the opportunity to do it a couple of times. Because if you get that group in, yeah, maybe your family there's ready to go on it. They go on first. Right. They can bounce right back off. And you know what? That magic band or that ticket card or whatever you might have. Guess what? That will work for them again if they want to go right back on that attraction. <laughs> that is true. So take advantage of that. Go ahead and get that virtual queue and let them go on it a couple times. You may never know when they're going to actually get the chance to do it again. That's why we did it this time is because our family, I don't know when they're going to be back out here to visit Walt Disney World Resort. We wanted to hope that we make sure that they got to ride this attraction that they really wanted to check out a couple of times. So we did that. We did it a little differently though, however, because we went for the virtual queues separately. They got the virtual queue in the morning. We got the virtual queue in the afternoon. It's another way you can do that. And then we gave them our magic bands and let them go on it again later on in the day. Right. And like you heard from them, it's it's always okay, especially like for something in extended hours just to ask to see if there's a chance to right. get added on as well. And by the way, before you say, okay, you're cheating the system here. No, it's the same amount of people that would go on it. If we went on it, right. we're not trying to add anybody on extra. We're just giving four people a chance to go on it. Maybe it's two and two, right? whatever it might be, or four and four. We're not trying to add anything extra. It's just another way to get some people that maybe you love that, you know, to be able to check out some of these fantastic attractions that are difficult to get into a couple times. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you might expect to be able to go and something comes up that you might not be able to go during that time. And, and I remember when we used to have the fast pass tickets at that actually printed oh, out. Oh, so many remember those days. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> but I do remember at times, you know, a stranger coming up and saying, hey, do you want to do right. this and giving their fast pass to us or whatever? So That is one thing I wish we could do now with the virtual queue is it's like, because sometimes, you know, something comes up and you can't right. make it or whatever. It's like, I wish you like you could tap magic bands and say, I'm going to pass this on to you and like tap it and oh, give it yes. to somebody else. Right. You know, I'll pay right. it forward in that way. I wish you could do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because uh, we've had some times where it's... It's ended up by the time our queue was going to board that we had dinner reservations mm -hmm. and we couldn't do it. You know, we just had to let yeah, it Yeah, or sometimes, it you know, maybe you're just, eh, look, I'm just wiped out or you're someone in the party's not feeling great or whatever it might be. You know, there's a, no, a lot of reasons why you might not be able to make your boarding group whenever right. it gets called. Right. Um, I wish you, it wouldn't, when those ha things happen, that they wouldn't just get kind of, wasted you know that you could just like see somebody and say hey take yes. this you know yeah. um but that's not the way it works for now so right. that's all right but yeah but anyway it is a way that you might yeah. be able to get those that really want to go on one of these tractions a few an extra time and that's that's good for everybody exactly mm -hmm. that's it for this week's show next week well we mentioned it already we have a big interview possibly happening this week we're hoping Likely happening. Happening. it's a big name guest our plan is to bring you that interview next week not everything's a hundred percent we're dilluing it jen and frank <laughs> one i am anyway um but believe me you're going to want to hear this guest um should we have them on next week yeah and then you'll understand why we're so so tickled pink yes 
Very much so. It's a good word. It's a good phrase, I should say. Tickled pink, for sure. As for today's show, we appreciate that you join us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We're on Twitter X. at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Also, we're on YouTube. We're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast there. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in helping out this podcast at all, then we would like to invite you to become a Patreon member. And we have some plans or tiers starting as low as just $2 a month. Yep, for sure. We really appreciate all our Patreon members. And if you would want to help the show out, that would be great as well. Um, best way to help this show, though, is to just, you know, word of mouth. Get out there, tell your friends, tell your family. This is a show you might enjoy. Um, that is the best way to get more listeners involved in this show. Very good point, baby. Which is that what's what we want. We want to grow this Hyperion Adventurers podcast family. Yeah. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventurers podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.